0: Hey everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, and Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how's it going today?
1: It's Auburn Week. That's how it's going today. It's Auburn Week. It's here. We've never needed Auburn Week more because Auburn Week, frankly, is the whole season this year. For real, it's the whole season. It's the the testing ground, the proving ground. It's the ever since the the clock ticked to zero against LSU. The 2019 season has been about the Auburn game and we're at Auburn week.
0: We are. Um, and I guess we can go back over uh, the, the, the Western Carolina in the words of Dennis green was exactly who we thought they were. Uh, you could <laughs> arg, have the argument that that's the worst team. That's ever been into Brian Denny. And I, you know, though, I'm not really bothered by it. I'm okay with it because we were so beat up and it gave a lot of other people a chance to play. And and it gave a lot of other folks a chance to rest that needed the rest, you know, that that probably either had to have the rest because of medical conditions and doctor's orders, or just, I mean, if, if we were playing LSU, I'm sure Henry Ruggs would have played Uh, who knows about right one, but um you know the one thing that was kind of fun about this. Normally, this game and and the the whole country hates this weekend in the SEC, and I get that. But you know, usually this they kill game us on the Twitter, they do they kill us on the Twitter, but they kill us anyway. They're, the Bama fatigue is real. We all know that. But um, you know the the thing that is usual about this game to me is that we as fans don't really get to enjoy it because we know it's supposed to be a blowout if we ever do have to punt it makes us all want to vomit um and if all we do is sit and wring our hands about oh my god just nobody get hurt nobody please get hurt and this game it seemed like it was a little bit more fun, like a true senior day. Because first yeah. of all, you had Tua Kaua back, and and man, he just boy, he really uh, added a, a great feel to that game. And he was so good on camera when he was being interviewed; he was just no awesome. Um, and it, Mac Jones played well, and you got to see some of the speed from Devonte Smith and and from Jalen Waddle um you got to see some of the speed from keelan robinson too for that matter but uh, i think we got to enjoy this game a little more than these types of games in the past decade or so and and also the fact that nobody really got hurt i mean christian bearmore gave everybody a scare for a second but he ended up walking off the field so all was good Uh, you know in the end uh, this game was what everybody hates it being but Frankly, it's usually not this way. Usually, we have somebody, as Saban said, going through us like shit through a tin horn, or a yep. goose with a so tin that. horn up its ass, or something. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. What your thoughts on the game, really quickly?
1: Yeah, everything uh, you just said. I mean, for uh, if, you know, first of all, I don't join in the chorus of the "I hate these games." The SEC ought to outlaw it. It's it it, it almost. Everybody almost sort of accusing Alabama and the SEC of cheating the system, I guess, is what, we're, what, what, what they're saying without saying it. Uh, when, in fact, we're doing nothing wrong. In fact, just about everybody plays a Division I AA game. And it just boggles my mind how it's perfectly fine to play a Division One AA team in September, and then you play it in November and you've committed some sort of criminal act. That's It boggles my mind. It's really dumb. I mean, either make it legal or not. And if it is legal, then why the hell would anybody care when you play it? It's it's so dumb. Now, that said, November is the time that the season is decided for everyone in terms of playing for championships and winning championships and are you going to win your division and are you going to win your conference. And there's supposed to be this onslaught of big games, and the SEC just kind of doesn't participate in that. I mean, (laughs) the SEC plays a lot of its – one double-A cupcake games on this weekend, and it's all lumped in together, and that's why the, the country hates it. But I will say this, you know, all the other leagues who play straight up and play – how many big games were there yesterday? There was one. I mean, Ohio State-Penn State was huge. Arizona State-Oregon ended up big because it was an upset, but it wasn't a big game. Arizona State was five and five. They were like 20-point underdogs, you know. So there there weren't a lot of other big games. It's just as usual, the SEC taking way too much crap you know, in the in the social media circles from from fans of other teams and other leagues. Now, in terms of the game itself, uh, it did play out basically exactly as you would have wanted it to, first of all, with no one hurt, B with lots of kids getting to play, C with uh with with getting to rest uh, the 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 injured. Uh one thing struck me watching the game is the the parade of Alabama players that walk out of the locker room before the game that weren't dressed out. It was like a parade. It was like literally I expected them to be throwing moon pies and beads. It was a, a parade of players, not not in pads, uh, and, and you know that 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 stood out. Uh, you know, Mac played well. I don't think he played perfectly. Uh, Mac's going to have to play better against Auburn. It's a little apples and oranges, you know, when you're talking about level of competition. I, I think a good example being uh, for those uh, you know for those who saw it yesterday the or this morning the the uh, you know Gene Chiswick drew it up on the board on s e c now. Mac Jones completed a long pass to Jalen Waddle. uh it was a good throw. It was a good throw. He completed a long throw. It was an exciting play, anything over 50, 60 yards it goes to waddle's fun and uh, and it was a good throw. But the fact of the matter is Jalen Waddle was wide open. Mac threw it late and threw it too far to the sidelines. It ended up being a fifty or sixty yard play instead of what should have been a touchdown. And Mac Jones will be the first to tell you, by the way, that that's not an over criticism. As a matter of fact, I watched on the replay this morning Mac's body language right after he threw that ball, and Mac Mac, Mac could tell he was upset at himself. He's like, "Oh man, I, I, that was a touchdown, and I blew it." And 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 that that's fine. That that shows he 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 is a kid that wants to be perfect. And and for Alabama to win at Auburn, we need a closer to perfect uh Mac Jones but but overall he played well. I think if I had any concern at all or any any negative to me in the game Luke, uh we didn't run the ball as well as we should have. Uh Keelan Robinson was impressive late in the game. I guess you'd call it garbage time, but which began basically, you know, in the third quarter or earlier. Uh but but you know, Najee only had about 60 something yards on 14 carries. It wasn't like it was a terrible day, but we we didn't run the ball from the line of scrimmage that great with Najee or Brian. And, uh, that was a little alarming considering the opponent, but, but overall I give Alabama an A minus. Uh, if it wasn't for Brian Robinson's fumble into the end zone, Alabama scores 70 points. That's hard to do against air. And, uh, and, and we paid Western Carolina $1.4 million uh, to basically be air. So, uh, so a win for Alabama and, uh, we move on to Auburn week.
0: Yeah, and that's a good point about Brian Robinson and his fumble. Um, boy, I mean, man, I, I, I get – has there been a player on this year's team that has underwhelmed it relative to the expectations of what he was going to be more than Brian Robinson this year? I, I don't think exactly so. Right.
1: No, you're exactly I mean, right. I mean, we, we might be able to find somebody on defense, but on offense, there's no doubt we went into the season thinking – I mean, to be bluntly honest, we went into the season thinking it was sort of a 1A and 1B situation that Najee and B-Rob would be sort of interchangeable and that Brian was going to be a big weapon on this team. And how many people told us, Luke, on and off the record, uh, B-Rob's better than Najee, you know, at practice, you know, whether you're practice watchers, whether you're getting inside scoop from coaches. There was a lot of talk about how Najee was overrated and Brian was underrated and that Brian was just a better player. Brian's just a better player than Naji, and uh, boy, that the way the season's played out, that hasn't even been close to true. Naji's been significantly better player than Brian Robinson, no doubt. <laughs> all season long, he's just been significantly better.
0: Um, I'm not sure, but I think you may need to pull over and use the Ebola test in your car's first medical, <laughs> your first aid kit for your wife who's driving with you right now. I mean, she is she has coughed up. All three lungs. Now I there's didn't a lot of, major in biology,
1: but there's, there's a lot of people playing hurt out there.
0: <laughs> she had to sit out too. Well, she, you know, exactly. she she could she couldn't do it. She had to stay and uh, she had to stay in and play gamer. and go to the game. But she toughed it out. I dig it. A game. Um, you know, when it comes to Brian Robinson, too. I mean, boy, and I don't mean to pick on him. It's funny we were on a big group text chain because uh, one of our friends said, "Hey." You know, one of the rumors was Brian Robinson was going to be uh, honored at, at Senior Day, which I don't suppose he was. I didn't hear anything else about it. But uh, I was thinking, wait a minute, Brian Robinson still thinks he's going to be able to go pro. Um, I have not seen, <laughs> I have not seen a, a, a burst of speed. I have not seen the ability to cut. I've, I've seen just a little bit of the ability to catch. I mean, if anything, he's regressed this year, probably greatly. And, um, so yeah, I suspect 100% he'll be back next year and I still yeah. like him. I still think he's a good running back. I just think he's regressed this year.
1: Yeah. I'll be anxious to see him. We'll have the whole off season to talk about it. So it's not a big, uh, a big, you know, uh, for Auburn week when there's so much to play for this year, but no doubt Luke and our, uh, our 37,000 podcasts we'll do before next season. Uh, one of the things we're going to harp on is, uh, is this is Brian Robinson good or is he not? I mean, he, he's got to be good next year. I mean, he's going into the year as the presumed starter. Now, I think we all know uh, that Trey Sanders is very likely to be the primary back. But the reason we're saying that is because of what what we haven't seen out of Brian uh, this year. Uh, we haven't seen a player good enough to be the starting uh, running back, uh, you know, and lead us lead us to championships and trophies. We haven't seen a guy good enough to do that yet. So now Trey Sanders... Is going to have to be that guy uh, next season, if unless Brian all of a sudden gets much better. Which yeah, he certainly
0: is. Um, okay, and it is Auburn week. I mean, look, if there's anything else you want to bring up, or anybody wants to us to answer any questions from the Western Carolina game, uh, feel free to tweet us. Uh, We will certainly respond to that. Um, Appreciate all the new uh, tweeter followers this week, too. By the way, everybody certainly do appreciate that. Um, But it is Auburn week, and there is a lot to play for. It's not just – Alabama still having a shot at the college football playoff, which they definitely do now. And I've listened to uh, a lot of talk radio this morning. We're doing this uh, on Sunday, by the way. But I've listened to a lot of talk radio this morning on on the ESPNU channel, and it seems like the narrative has changed very quickly. Everybody now has gone from saying, well, I don't think that Oregon loss really helped Alabama much. I think it's all about Utah anyway, And and I couldn't disagree more. But uh, that's neither here nor there. I'm still being very patient about this and and waiting for the whole situation just to play out because there's no sense in wringing our hands about it at this moment. Um, But this this the Iron Bowl always has so many smoldering undertones anyway, Um, even though the nation may look at the Iron Bowl this year and say, okay, it's not as big a deal. As say 2013 or 2017 or even something like 2015 when Derrick Henry was going for the Heisman and Alabama couldn't afford a loss, um, things like that. But you know, this year you've got the this the first of all the mirror image of what would be 1993. You've got the son of Pat uh, (laughs) Nix throw who's who's (laughs) 13, which is the reverse of Frank Sanders number 81. Um, you've got Alabama (laughs) coming in, you know, pretty good, but they, they're, they're, they, the difference in the game, instead of Alabama having a hurt quarterback in the middle of the iron bowl, they come in with a quarterback who's already the backup. Um, and you, you've got an Auburn team that isn't playing for much, just like in 93, when, even though they were undefeated, they were playing for nothing because they weren't bowl eligible. So, you know, this, this has a lot of, uh, similarities to that 93 game i just hope it doesn't have the same kind of outcome
1: wow that's a that's a unique take uh i hadn't thought of that stuff at all but that's that that's uh that's interesting let's hope it has a better outcome uh pretty sure 93 didn't uh, didn't end too well there so uh I, i'll say you know I, I've, I've been twitter arguing this morning with what seems like every single utah Ute fan in the country i didn't know there were utah fans apparently there's a lot and they can be mean on the Twitter, so keep that in mind, people. Uh, what did they say I,
0: to I, you? I'm curious. I want to hear. I got to go look uh, at this now.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I made. You know, sometimes I make these comments and 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 forget that I have a bigger audience than I think because you know my audience, as far as I'm concerned, are my 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 many many friends and 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 all of Alabama fandom. You know, and there's Alabama fans that read my tweets, and I forget that they can circulate quite a bit. So I made a tweet about I why do I get the feeling that the playoff talk this week is going to be about how Alabama has beaten no one, and which is true. It's true. I don't don't deny that. that, that Alabama has beaten no one, and therefore Alabama doesn't deserve to be in the playoff because they haven't beaten anyone. But Utah does deserve to be in the playoff. Utah is now the darling that deserves to be in the playoff, when in fact their loss to Southern Cal is much worse Then Alabama's lost to LSU, and their best win, their best win is over a six and five Washington team. That's their best win. That's right. So that's right. Utah has no good wins either, and a loss worse than ours. Yet, why do I feel like all week I'm gonna read that Utah should be in and Alabama should be out? And that's what I said, just trying to make a general point about well, yeah, Alabama hasn't doesn't have any good wins. Most of these one loss teams don't have good wins and they all have a worse loss than Alabama. So, uh, and I said that and it got retweeted a few times. And the next thing I know, I've got, you know, 30 Utah fans telling me what a giant, what a giant idiot I am that my, uh, that I even think that my two and 10 football team should be in the playoff basically to nutshell. Yeah.
0: Well, (laughs) you know what? I mean, let me tell you something. It, you really should be taking this hard because if there's anybody that knows college football, it's those folks over in Utah.
1: The, yeah. And, the yeah, and a few of them still trash talking the 08 game. By the way, and uh, I was gonna tweet. a kind of busy a busy morning in Tuscaloosa. I was gonna tweet it, but yeah, one of them trash talked the '08. Uh, you know, the '08 loss to you know where we lost to Utah in the in the '08 season. Uh, and I, I was gonna. I was going to respond with, with the hilarious, oh, that was a fun little trip to the Sugar Bowl exhibition game that year, but yeah. didn't, didn't 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 get around to it. But regardless of, of, of all that, Luke, you brought up a really good point before I started on my Utah tribe, We don't need to be talking about the playoff. List. It was a mistake of, of, of mine to launch into the playoff. Book because this is just a fact. If we don't beat Auburn, we don't deserve to be in the playoff. Not going to be in the playoff unless we beat Auburn. We're, we don't even deserve to be in any sort of playoff conversation unless we beat Auburn next week. So this week needs to be – forget the playoff. The, the playoff the, the playoff is a nothing burger if, if, if you lose to Auburn. So this week just needs to be about Auburn, getting ready for Auburn, beating Auburn. Auburn, you know, they're disappointed in their season somehow, some way, even though their only losses are to top ten football teams, and they're disappointed and want to fire their coach, which is so Auburn-ish, it's unbelievable. But uh, they're disappointed in their season, but it's actually a really good football team with some really good players. Uh, they have a handful of dudes that are just fantastic. And, uh, and and Derek Brown, other than Joe Burrow, other than Joe Burrow, who's going to win the Heisman Trophy, maybe unanimously, other than Joe Burrow, the best football player Alabama plays this season is Derek Brown at Auburn, who's, who's just a slam dunk top ten pick, maybe top five. Uh, and uh, and somehow some way, we got to get him blocked. We're going to double him. Uh, you know, we normally don't have to double guys because our individual offensive linemen are so good. But we're going to have to double that dude. It's probably going to be a lot of Landon Dickerson and Deontay Brown. Uh, all six hundred pounds of Landon and Deontay, six hundred plus uh, on Derek Brown, and they still won't get him blocked good enough. But uh, that's how good that dude is. And they got other, other dudes, too, particularly on defense. That defensive line they got is the best probably in the entire country. Uh, Derek's not their only star defensive lineman. They're just really, really good up front. It's going to be one heck of a challenge for our offense, and it would have been a challenge with Tua. It, it'll certainly be a challenge with Mac, and uh, it's a heck of a matchup, but it's one we, we've got to win or all playoff talk is just simply a waste of time.
0: Yeah, that that is the key um everybody again worried about who's going to do this if this happens and that happens look let's you know Arizona State was a huge underdog to Oregon i mean who's to say that what utah plays maybe colorado this week who's colorado. to say they who's to say colorado won't beat them colorado just beat washington um and who's to say oregon won't beat utah Uh, In the Pac-12 championship. So, I mean, look, and then who's to say that a rejuvenated Virginia Tech team won't take care of Clemson? I mean, look, there's a lot that can go down, but it is all for naught if we don't beat Auburn. And, you know, so that's why I think this Iron Bowl is going to have the national feel of, oh, well, that's a nice little rivalry, but it doesn't mean much this year. But when, you, when you're when you in this state, I think you realize, well, not only is it the, the playoff situation for Alabama, and not only is it Auburn who would love nothing more than to ruin Alabama's playoff hopes, but you've got Gus Malzahn, who a lot of people have given up on in their own fan base. But if he were to win this game, I think he could sway a few people back into his favor. Um, and then you've got Nick Saban, um, who a lot of people say – you know, yeah, he's greatest coach of all time. But you know what? All he does is out talent people. Well, if Nick Saban goes into Jordan hare and uh, uses a backup quarterback without two potential big time uh, linebackers, and not to mention the cornucopia of other injured players, and he wins that game, then I think people all of a sudden say, okay, that's a pretty damn good coaching job by him. So, I mean, there's there's a lot on the line here. Uh, not just the, the playoff situation, but um, again, nationally, I think it's going to it's going to be received with a rather, you know, blah attitude.
1: That's right. Uh, I don't think it has the attention of the country. Uh, I, I think with the – look, look, game day is going to be at Wisconsin-Minnesota, and I know they're eager to go to Minnesota because I don't think they've been there. Minnesota is having their best season literally in 50 years, and – They are playing for a title there. Wisconsin-Minnesota wins the Big Ten West. Uh, So it is a big game. It's two top 15 teams. But who would have guessed? Boy, there's a bet in week one. Let's say the day we played Duke. And if I'd have said, Luke, I'll bet you a million bucks that in the final week of the season, game day is going to be at Wisconsin-Minnesota. You'd have 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 taken that bet is what I'm saying. You'd have said, yeah, I'll take that million-dollar bet. But – uh, but yeah, there, oh, but game day will be no at Wisconsin. About about it's just that's why Alabama Auburn's not a big game. The fact that Alabama Auburn's not the game day game of Wisconsin Minnesota is should tell you that it's not the game it sometimes is. However, if Alabama wins, the game has a tremendous impact on on the playoff, uh, and, and like you said, has a tremendous impact on Gus Malzon's future, if you want to call it that. At Auburn, uh, seems to me from the outside that the Auburn people don't want Gus there. Gus doesn't want to be there it's sort of a an unhappy situation for all parties it looks like from here but yeah the Alabama game could have a, an impact on it heck as an Alabama fan I, I say I hope I, if Auburn does win the game I hope they extend Gus and give him another 30 million dollars that make it even more interesting down the road but uh yeah a lot on the line as always but hey you know it's it's Alabama so you, you got to beat Auburn if both teams were, were three and three and eight you got to win the auburn game
0: Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Um, Obviously, uh, it would just if if both teams were three and eight, it wouldn't be. It it would be probably on a Jefferson. They'd bring Jefferson Pilot back just to put that (laughs) game on it. Um, It'd be on Thursday.
1: It'd be a Thursday night. We'd bump. We'd bump the Sun Belt and play on Thursday night.
0: Speaking of bumping, with Roman you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Just go to GetRoman.com slash locked to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. If you can't visit Roman right now, you can find this and all other offers from Locked On sponsors at Locked On Podcast backslash offers. How another, about
1: that? Another Hall of Fame segue. I'm telling you. Making us am or infamous. If,
0: if somebody will ever tell me where that Segway Hall of Fame is, I'm going to be in it. <laughs> yeah. It's right outside of Canton.
1: Um it's on the outskirts. It's on the outskirts of Canton. I mean it's in, it's in the suburbs. The deep suburbs.
0: So did you anything else from the weekend just go anything else from uh the the Saturday? I mean the Oregon loss um was certainly big and I know that yeah. some National pundits are poo-pooing it right now, but it, it was big. It, it it screwed up the Pac-12. And, you know, if there's <laughs> – it, it's so funny because, I mean, the Pac-12 literally cannot get out of its own way. I mean, right now I would say I would – just the way the Pac-12 works, I would like Oregon to beat Utah in the Pac-12 championship game, thus ensuring they do not get anybody in the playoffs. I mean, 100%. But, you know, another thing that uh, that really helped Alabama – I mean, if if Oklahoma had lost, it would helped more. But the way Oklahoma played and the way Jalen Hurts played, which just wasn't good, it, and you get the feeling that maybe the Big 12 has begun to figure out what a lot of the SEC figured out about Jalen Hurts as his career progressed, that, you know what, he's not a great passer. Now, he's a gamer. He's a 100% gamer, and he's got some some strong legs. It, it, the, the spot that Oklahoma got on that last play uh, was – Questionable at best, but uh, regardless, you know I think Oklahoma did some damage to themselves again because they they get up to a big lead and then they allow a, a below five hundred or right at five hundred at the time TCU team to get back in that game and I think that helped Alabama.
1: It may have. I mean, my, my thing with Oklahoma, if Alabama beats beats Auburn and we're in a playoff discussion against Oklahoma, I mean the thing to beat them up with, the thing that you got to bring up over and over again. Is, uh, is their close calls. Numerous, numerous close calls. Alabama's closest game. Alabama's closest game, other than the LSU loss, which is a big deal. Other than that, Alabama's closest game is a 19-point road win over Texas A&M. The same Texas A&M that, that only lost to Georgia by six and, and lost to Auburn by eight. Uh, we had a 19-point win over A&M. That's our closest game. Oklahoma is having to escape Death's grasp week after week. They, they've almost lost seemingly four times off the top of my head. Iowa State, Baylor, uh, now TCU. TCU. That, that's at least – yes, that's at least three times. And I'm, I'm sure I'm missing one. but uh, and, and, and and no doubt they'll play a close game with Oklahoma State this upcoming Saturday. So Oklahoma has escaped. Uh, that's why I say Alabama to this point is clearly the fourth best team. That's what, what I think, just simply because – yeah, Alabama hasn't beaten anybody, but Alabama also beats the crap out of everybody. No one else does that, you know. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. But, no, my big national takeaway, I, I was excited for Herm Edwards and Arizona State last night. I celebrated that win no different than if, if Alabama themselves had won a big game. I mean, because Alabama needed that to happen. And, and miracle of miracles, it did. And uh, one more takeaway from that game, because I've been kind of a fan of the kid, from an NFL draft perspective, but a note to teams picking in the top 10 that want a quarterback, I'd take a long look again at that Justin Herbert tape. Because one question I would ask, I know the kid's big. I know he's pretty athletic. I know he's got some arm talent. He has the type of intangibles I think you like. But, I mean, I think it's fair to ask, is that kid a winner? Is that kid a winner? Is Oregon as good as they can be because Justin Herbert's the quarterback. I, I would argue that Oregon's a good team with or without him. I, I, I Justin Herbert didn't look like a difference maker to me last night, I guess, what I'm saying, and he lost a game they shouldn't have when they're in the national championship race. So Cincinnati, Miami, uh, whoever's picking a quarterback in the top ten and that's one of the kids you're taking a long look at, keep watching that tape. Be sure before you give that kid your 40 million bucks.
0: No, there's no I mean, and again, you could go back to uh the the Auburn game and talk about, you know, when you're a quarterback and you have a what, twenty one to three or twenty one to six lead or whatever they had, and you can't lead your team with that experienced offensive line and much ballyhoot offensive line um to a victory against a true freshman quarterback making his first start. I mean, yep. it's kinda on you. It may not be fair it to is. be on you, but it is is on you.
1: Hey, Tua made Alabama better. We all know that is good. I mean, is really good. Alabama's good without Tua. But Tua made Alabama a lot better. I I, I don't know that you'd say that about Justin Herbert. I, I'm not convinced. Now, again, I've been a fan of the kid, and one of the things I'm looking forward to when the season's over, I love me some uh, NFL path to the draft when that show starts our NFL network uh, in February or March, and it's a nightly breakdown with great, great analysts looking at tape of all these top guys. I can't wait to see them break down the tape of kids like Justin Herbert. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm telling you, I, I I worry for the kid that as the NFL dissection gets closer, he may not stand up to it. Now, Burrow, he will. Burrow, he will, and and I've never been more sure that Joe Burrow is going to be the number one pick in the draft. So uh, he can go ahead and pick out a realtor in Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, because I don't. I I feel pretty good about Cincinnati not winning shit uh the rest of this year i think the reds just lost two games this weekend because of the bengals um okay so jimmy that'll wrap it up for today just to give everybody a programming note here for the week we do plan to have a podcast every day including thanksgiving what we'll probably do is one day we will record uh, a podcast
1: that we will release on thanksgiving so I that we can when you're- 'Cause I, I know our listeners love to listen to our uh our schedule of recording. Uh I could probably even cut one late, uh late Thanksgiving day if you can.
0: Oh yeah, man. Hey, look, have I told you about my Thanksgiving this year that like
1: I'm doing nothing? Have I told you really? this? Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, you talked about that on the last podcast. We know. And a couple of uh, a couple of fans of the show uh tweeted in a uh, that they'd have a place for it at the table, I think.
0: They did, and I appreciated it, but you know what? And and God bless them, and thank you so much. It is truly appreciated, but there's nothing I'm looking more forward to than not doing shit this Thanksgiving. First of all, I, as is as, as, as well known, my belief has always been that Thanksgiving is far and away the most overrated holiday. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I like Halloween better. I like um, Veterans Day better. I like Arbor Day better. Um. the 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 thing that's good about Thanksgiving is that there are three pro games on, and I appreciate yes. that and I enjoy it. Yes. Um. And the egg bowl, so I do like that. But um. Yeah, I'm looking forward to like having fried shrimp or a steak because turkey is also the o- most overrated meat of all time. Interesting. Um, I would probably rather have <coughs> poached salmon versus turkey, and I hate salmon. Um. Isn't that what when, we all eat it, on Arbor Day? Oh, I do. Yeah, because That's on Arbor nothing, Day, right? Nothing says "I love trees" like salmon. I don't know why that is, but um, all right. So we, that'll wrap it up for today. But we will definitely have a podcast on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week, getting you ready for the big old
1: iron bowl. Auburn hate week. I'm in Auburn. No, it's Auburn hate lifetime, brother. Auburn hate year. Auburn. Auburn. Auburn hate century. Hi, right, buddy. Roll Tide. All right, roll Tide.